Hi, this is Scott Wells, and this is my podcast, Around the Bay Sailing Sundance. Here on the eastern shore of Maryland, it's our first hmm, cool, sort of blustery day of the winter. It's um, uh, October the 7th, I believe it is today. And we had our first batch of cool northwest wind come in overnight. Actually turned our heat on this morning, first time this year. Uh, we're sitting on the Sassafras River in Sundance, in the Salon of Sundance. Um, and you can probably hear the wind blowing a little bit in the background and maybe some halyards slapping around me. Uh, I think I have one up there, too, that I'm going to have to go take care of. I, I dislike slapping halyards, let's just put it that way. Uh, but anyhow, yeah, it's a beautiful sunny day. We've got a crisp wind out of the... Uh, Northwest at about, I don't know, 8 to 10 or something like that, which comes straight up the river here on the Sassafras, so it's, it's blowing in directly behind me. Um, and we're back for part two of, uh, speaking of um, anchorages and amenities on the northern part of the bay, Chesapeake Bay, that is, uh, for you folks that may be coming down from the north and on your way south. Uh, coming through uh, probably the up the Delaware River, through the C&D Canal, and down the Chesapeake Bay. And we covered uh, on part one uh, from the from Chesapeake City, Maryland, down to the Sassafras River, where I am sitting right now. So we'll continue our trip south uh, from here. I should mention that I did not. Uh, I did not talk about um, two specific rivers or two specific uh, marinas or areas. Maybe I should say, uh, when you first come out of the canal, you pass well uh, past Welch Point uh, on your starboard side, and the Elk River takes a right and goes up to the town of Elkton, and further the the Big Elk Creek and the Little Elk Creek goes on up, on up through. Uh, the state of Maryland, and probably somewhere touches the very southern portions of Pennsylvania. However, uh, I didn't speak specifically about the Elk River. Um, again, if you know what you're doing and you have some local knowledge, you can get up in there a good bit. Um, you know, if you're looking to drop the anchor over the night, overnight um, after a passage and just want to hang out for a little bit, uh, there's, there's, there is some deep water, you know, in the beginning of the river. Uh, it's, it's pretty well documented on any nautical chart, uh, up to 10 feet deep. Um, it, it does get really shallow in the elk and you really sort of have to keep your eye on where you're going and what you're doing, but, uh, you can, you can make it pretty far up the elk. There is another marina up there called Trite Marina. It has a, uh, a really good restaurant bar right on the water there called Unwind on the Bay, uh, if you venture that far up. I'm pretty sure they have transit availability, and I'm pretty sure they have fuel. Uh, I can't say that 100%. You probably should call ahead, as always. Um, but it's a little tricky getting up the Elk River, if, especially if you have any kind of draft. Uh, like I say, I, I have a four-foot draft here on Sundance, and I, I can get my way up through there on a good tide, you know, uh, haven't been up there, you know, a dozen or more times in the past. So uh, that is an option for you. 
Um, also, straight across the New York River, there's a there's a tiny marina there on the left called Harbor North, which I, I would it, it, the the entrance is really shallow. It's really it really gets mudded in pretty consistently from the current and whatnot coming out of the canal. I I wouldn't try it on my boat. You'll see it on your left hand side there uh, coming out of the canal. Um, if if you do have a you know a shallow boat or a shallow draft boat and you have a good depth sounder and you trust it. I think they put out some private markers. It might be five feet deep up through there, but generally um, it's it's pretty shallow. So you got to be really careful. I, I know we used to take the uh, we used to take the the tour boat down there to pump out and whatnot, but uh, we stopped doing that just because it's it had shoaled in. Um, so anyhow, that's an option. Um, so let's see. I did want to mention that. I, I did not mention that previously, and I guess maybe I should have touched on that. So coming, leaving the Sassafras and heading south, uh, you're going to come around Howe Point, and you're going to come to Still Pond. Still Pond is a well-known area for uh, folks overnighting on their way south. Uh, it's 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 well well marked on uh, on the charts obviously and it's it's a fairly deep anchorage um pretty well protected i will say i've sat out a couple of northeast blows there in the past that were pretty significant and a bit scary at times and quite honestly it seems like that seems to be my impression of still pond uh, it's probably not a good impression you know, for sure, but it, it just, uh, I, I've caught a couple of them in there on an overnighter that I'm not, you know, was kind of dicey sitting around in the cockpit all night, making sure that I wasn't dragging or the folks around me weren't dragging. Um, but it, it's a, it is a good, it's a good spot to stop and throw the hook again. If you're, if you're looking to, um, just spend the night and move on, you can get back through the spit. I haven't done that in a while. I did it in the power boat if, quite a few years ago. There's an old Coast Guard station back in there that is no longer manned, but I, it's, it's, it's an in, inactive, but I believe that uh, if the Coasties are up this way uh, and they need a, like an overnight place to go, I, th I think they still pull in there and uh, unlock the door and, you know, spend some time, you know, if they need to up in there. That's really well protected back up in there. You just got to really watch where you are and, and the size of your vessel and whatnot, but it's, it's well protected all around. So it's a good spot. Uh, again, I'm not trying to warn anybody out of still pond. I've just, it seems like more often than not, I get stuck in a blow out there and then, uh, you know, whatever. It's got a really nice sandy beach in there. You take your dinghy in, take your pets in, you know, and, and whatnot. I, I've, we've never had any issue with anybody trying to chase us off the beach or anything. And, and we've been in there a number of times. I, I should say that. And a number of those times were very good, uh, fun and relaxing times. Just, I've, we've had a couple of blows. We had one called, what was that term? I believe they called it a Metro tsunami about mm, five years ago down there. It's kind of crazy. I, I don't know exactly I probably should Google that and find out exactly what that means, but it was pretty intense there for a while. Us kind of spinning 360 degrees around a circle on anchor, but um, yeah, 
Good time in uh, Still Pond, though, to be had. So coming out of Still Pond, uh, around Wharton Point, you come into Wharton Creek is up next. Um, Wharton Creek's a big, that's, that's a fairly, they, they have a fair amount of sail, sailing folks in there uh, back in the marinas. That's really well protected. You get back in between the spit there. There's a couple of marinas um, in line there, and most all of them are full service. Um, I know the, I believe the last time, I, I think I took Sundance in there two years ago to get fuel um, all the way to the last marina back on the left. It's an older marina, older docks and everything, but um, again, full service fuel, pump out, whatever you want, little ship store and everything. So uh, good spot to be for sure there. If you leave Wharton Point, Wharton Creek, and you come out and head south, uh, the next thing you're going to see is Fairly. We commonly call that Jellyfish Joel's locally here. That's a sort of a tiki bar that's uh, located on a spit of land. And Jellyfish, Jellyfish Joel's is the other. I think I talked of Turner Creek on part one um, about being right up next to the beach coming in. Uh, Jellyfish Joel's or Fairly Creek, whichever you want to call it, would be the second. Uh, follow the markers. I mean, you're literally right off the beach um, coming in. Uh, if you're coming south, you're, you're going to kind of take a, a, a left and head east a bit in this little channel that's right off the beach. And then you're going to hook around and head south again. And the, and you got to really watch the currents uh, because they really get ripping either, you know, ebb, uh, ebb current or a flood current coming through there. And you know, that's that's kind of a big pastime for folks uh, there at the Tiki Bars to sit along the beach and watch folks struggle with the current either coming in or going out. Some folks are better than others, as always. Um, I, I The holding in there, I've never had any problems ho anchoring in there, quite honestly. But I've been around people. I've been in there when people's anchors have broken loose. I've been in there when a friend of mine's boat had broken loose while they were sitting at the tiki bar drinking so uh we had to go rescue um this person's powerboat off the anchor lines of uh all those folks that had lined up along the spit on the inside uh, and that was kind of a an annoying moment for sure uh but like i say i've never had any problem anchoring in there I, i've anchored in there on the uh, powerboat one time when it was coming it was howling right out of the north right through the spit and you know my boat never moved so um i guess you know good anchoring practices will help you a bunch in there uh fairly there is a marina in there they're full service there is a restaurant there there's a lot of history if you, if, if you go in there and start digging around in the history there used to be a little nine hole golf course in there as well this was kind of like a hideaway for a lot of the politicians out of D.C. Well, let's just say it was a hideaway uh, at one point. Um, I believe Safe Harbors may own it now. Uh, again, you know, I think I spoke in part, part one about how a lot of these corporate folks are buying up all the marinas on the bay. I believe Safe Harbor owns that one. I believe over this past summer they had some of it shut down for renovations. Um, so uh, I guess the caveat there being, as with all of these, uh, if you're looking for something specific, you know, check out the waterway guide and give them a call and make sure they have what you need uh, before you commit to pulling in there. But anyhow, 
Uh, really cool tiki bar, Jellyfish Joel's, good bands, good times. Um, like the Go Fast boats will all be rafted up, you know, inside, right inside the uh, Sands Pit there. And, and uh, everybody's generally in a good mood and partying and having fun on the Chesapeake Bay. Uh, so leaving Fairley Creek, uh, or Jellyfish Joel's, again, whichever you want to call it, you head south. Uh, the next one I uh, would, you would come to would be Tolchester. We've spent a pretty fair amount of time in Tolchester as well. It's really, it's a very unique little marina uh, for sure. It's right off the shipping channel. Um, so pulling into, uh, pulling into the marina. As a matter of fact, we stopped there and got fuel on the way back up from Rock Hall this year. But... Um, Pulling in, they've you, it's it's got a sort of a chicane there to keep the the ship wakes out. So you got to, have to kind of have to zig left and and zig right around the, these little mini jetties to get in there. But um, good water inside, uh, good people. There's a lot of transient space in there. Um, they have a a bar called the Shanty Bar, which is like just one of the most excellent tiki bars on the Chesapeake Bay, the northern Chesapeake Bay that I could speak of. They really do have the best sunsets looking out across the bay for sure. And uh, a lot of folks from Baltimore, a lot of bo boaters from Baltimore, from the Middle River area, just kind of shoot straight across pretty much every weekend and, and come over to Tolchester to, to hang out and have fun. There's a little swimming area out front. It's all sort of fenced in with uh, buoys. And like I say, the ship traffic, the, the channel is literally, you know, 200 yards offshore right there. So it's pretty exciting sitting there watching all the ships go by that close when you're just sort of sipping on your, your tiki drink and taking in the sun and, and the good music. Uh, and always great bands too, should say that. Uh, leaving Tolchester and heading south, the next place we're going to hit is Rock Hall. Uh, Rock Hall, Maryland um, is a special place in our heart. We we typically take Sundance down there to Rock Hall and stay a month, the month of August. Uh, and we just did that this past year. Um, I would, so, so there's some shallow water uh, out in front of Rock Hall, right off the bay. Uh, again, check your charts. There is a, um, used to be a range there, but they've taken the range out. Um, there's still the big um, yellow front range marker. However, it's got like a, it's got directional lighting on it now, like green, red, and white, I think it is. Uh, and it actually, this is the first year I've really noticed it, uh, quite honestly, but um, it actually works pretty well, I think. I, I never really had seen that before. But, um, you know, if you, if you hop on that range... I never see anything under six feet going across the um, the sandbank there, but um, you know uh, you can always go down south of it and come back up, um, you know, to Rock Hall through the channel. So either way, I would I would I guess I would say just be careful cutting across that sandbank or sandbar, whatever you want to call it. It is like I say I I never saw anything under six feet coming across there, following the range proper. So. Uh, that probably works out for everyone, I would think. But Rock Hall, uh, there's plenty of things to do and see in Rock Hall. That's kind of like the big fishing town on the upper eastern shore, Chesapeake Bay. 
Uh, we stay in a marina in Rock Hall proper in the harbor uh, called North Point, which would be as soon as you come through the breakwater, it's the, uh, it's the first marina on your left, you'll see there. Um, still owned by uh, the family that uh, built it well, way back then. Lori's a great lady. Um, you can give her a, a call on 16. Uh, she loves using the VHF. Give her a call on 16 coming in. If you, uh, you know, like she has, they do have fuel. The fuel is all the way in uh, by the office. It, you'll see a little house out on the end of the, uh, of the dock. That was the old fuel shack, but they no longer use that. I'm, I'm sure that was a nightmare keeping those fuel lines together and legal and all that, you know, all the way out to the end of the, where that gas shack is. So the fuel is in by the office. Now you have to run all the way in. Um, fuel, pump out, you know, a little ship store and all that stuff. Very nice lady. Give Lori a call on 16. Um, you'll see if, if, you, if you proceed into Rock Hall proper, there's two ways. Uh, you have to be a little careful coming in. Um, you can sort of skirt the edge of the, uh, the channel uh, moving left as you're coming in uh, around the marinas. You'll see a bunch of workboats in there. Uh, you'll see a bunch of workboats everywhere there, matter of fact. But um, the Harbor Shack restaurant is very well known for food, drink, fun, bands, and everything else. Um, there is a free dock you can pull up to if there's space along the seawall uh, continuing around um, to your left if you, if you so choose to do so. Uh, then uh, if you continue on around, you come to Rock Hall Landing. Um, there's Waterman's Restaurant. Now, uh, we, we've always gone to Waterman's. Again, same thing. Great food, drink, bands, people, and all that. We had heard it was sold, and we heard had heard last year that they were going to tear down and tear it down and build condos or something in there, which is another thing that's happening way too much here on the Chesapeake Bay. It was open this past year. It was changed. It was changed around a little bit, but uh, it was open. There is docking if you just want to pull in there to get something to eat. They have some transient space there. Uh, there's a fellow that runs sailboat charters right off the end of the dock there. Uh, if you want to ride your sailboat down and hop on somebody else's sailboat and go for a ride, you can do that. Um, and continuing around all the way in the back of, uh, Rock Hall is, uh, used to be called the Sailing Emporium. It's now called Haven Harbor South. Uh, Haven Harbor owns a majority <laughs> of Rock Hall now, it seems. Um, but it's, it's, it's more of a sailor's, it's a sailing uh, marina, for sure. And obviously, full service, particularly for uh, sailing types with, um, you know, fuel, pump out, engine work, painting, you name it, they do it. Um, so that's pretty much what you have in Rock Hall Harbor proper. Uh, like I say, there there's two ways in. You, you, what I was just describing, you sort of hang the channel to the left and you go around the rim uh, of, um, of the harbor. There, you can cut straight through the middle, just follow the markers. Um, there's deep water to go straight out if that you choose to do so. Be very careful doing that. There's good water 
following the markers, but if you get a little bit out of the channel there, it shows up pretty quick. Uh, a lot of times, uh, and, and I guess I would add that it's probably a good place. You could probably come in there and throw the hook. I, I see powerboat folks do it. I've never, I don't know that I see sailors do that, but uh, for Pirates and Winches weekend, which is a big deal, big weekend party they have um, celebrating pirate heritage in August, uh, there'll be powerboaters raft up, rafted up all over the place just off of the channels inside uh, inside the harbor. Like I say, I, I'm sure I could do it with a four-foot draft. Never really thought about it. Um, any more than that, any more than four feet, I'd probably be really careful about that. But that's everything in Rock Hall proper itself in the harbor. You can go up behind Rock Hall, um, up around the back, Oh, gosh, what the heck is that called again? I forget what it's called now. Off the top of my head, I'm looking. But anyhow, <clears throat> you'll see it on the chart. You can follow it up around the back. Uh, there are quite a few marinas out the back there, and I, I, I probably can't name them all by name. I know Osprey, Osprey Point's a big one. And then you have Haven Harbor North, which was the original um, Haven Harbor Marina. And we've spent a lot of time in that marina in years past. Um, back when they had the red, white, and blue docks, they were all fixed docks. But um, they got a great pool there. Uh, I don't know. We just really had a, a good time. They have a little, uh, a little bar and restaurant on site. It, it, I, I don't know that it was open this year or not. It's like it's open sporadically, it seems to me. But. Um, you know, uh, it's it's a good spot. It's we really had a good time in there. Uh, it is it's all corporately owned now, so and there's a lot of big nice boats in there. So uh, again, if you need something, give them a call uh, ahead of time. You know, and see if uh, I'm sure they have whatever you need to uh, to do whatever you need to do on your boat. There is an anchorage up in there. Gosh, I don't know why this is, like, escaping me right now. Swan Creek. Yeah, there we go. Swan Creek. Yeah, there is an anchorage uh, you'll you'll see up in Swan Creek, and that's a very popular anchorage uh, up in there all summer long for pretty much any sort of boaters whatsoever. Um, it's get, It gets a bit crowded, but it's pretty well protected, uh, not so much from the south. But, you know, if you're in the fall or, or the spring, I mean, generally our winds are coming somewhere out of the north between west and east anyway. So um, it's pretty well protected up in there for that. Uh, but, yeah, up in Swan Creek, check it out. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a different part of Rock Hall. It's, and from there, from like Haven Harbor north, uh, of course, they have bikes at the marina you can ride in. But, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a, I don't know. Uh, maybe a mile walk into town and it's a nice walk it's a, it's a, you can kind of walk down along the river and or along the bay i should say and i don't know it's a nice easy stroll so you know you could ride bikes you could walk catch a ride they do have a they do have a uh, shuttle that uh, used to be a shuttle just for the town of rock hall that was like the coolest little thing it was like a trolley and you could hop it on it and you could ride that up to um, Tolchester to go to the Shanty Bar, and they would come up and pick you up up there and bring you back to Rock Hall, and it was just a whole cool deal. They haven't had that for a few years, but I know Haven Harbor has a little uh, 
like a golf cart shuttle thing. Pretty sure Osprey Point has one as well. Um, but anyhow, they'll give you a ride into town if that's what you want. So if you're coming, coming out of Rock Hall and heading south, you're most likely headed for um, Kent Narrows. Um, so the Chester River kind of bears off. If you're coming south and you're, and you're coming through the Narrows, the Chester River kind of bears off to the left and goes way up in there to Chestertown. I've not really done any boating whatsoever on the Chester River. We were thinking about this year going up there. We were going to go up to the Corsica River because I heard that's just such a beautiful place. We just, our, it just didn't work out. Our plans didn't work out. But, um, um, but coming south, you can head through Kent Narrows. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's traditionally a bottleneck there with the, the depth of uh, the approach uh, from, uh, from the north heading south. Uh, be very careful. We came through there this year on a low tide and saw six feet all the way through it. It wasn't any problem for us. Uh, again, if you draw more than that, you're probably just going to have to go outside anyway and under the Bay Bridge. But um, you come through Kent Narrows, and, and in the Narrows themselves, there is a drawbridge there, and it's a it's a timed bridge. I think it's every hour on the half hour, uh, so you got to you know kind of keep an eye on that. I would give them a call and let them know that you want to pass through just to, I would just do it anyhow. I mean, you, you folks that are cruisers probably know that better than I would if you're heading, if you head down through Florida went up, but give them a call. But there's a, there's a few marinas right there before the bridge, um, or, or red eyes, I guess I should say one marina and it's been bought out as well. Um, I don't I don't know if it's safe harbors or not, or who bought that one. But anyhow, uh, it's on the left. There, there's fuel there. Um, there's a restaurant there. There's a bar there. Uh, good fun. Red Eyes. Red Eyes has historically been uh, like a cool place to hang uh, for a particular event they used to have in the bar. I'm not sure that they have that anymore. A while, uh, a, a while back, but um, good fun. Uh, once you get through the bridge, you, you'll go under the Route 50 bridge and through the uh, drawbridge there. Uh, a couple tiki bars on your left-hand side right there. The Big Owl being my favorite. The Jetty uh, has good band, great bands and food and all that. Those places, that's more, of the, that's more entertainment than everything. You can anchor there um, just south. There's... Uh, I, I was actually going to do that this year, and again, we just we just ran out of time and didn't get a chance to do it on our way back up from St. Michael's, but because uh, we're getting to St. Michael's here in a minute. But yeah, there's you can you can anchor back in there. Um, what's it called? Marshy uh, Marshy Creek. It's called Marshy Creek. But uh, if you want to throw the hook out there and spend a couple hours or something or overnight, you can do that. Um, but they, again, heading south. Um, down the Eastern Bay, we spent a lot of time in um, St. Michael's down that way. So um, you head south down the Eastern Bay. It's a beautiful bay to ride on uh, for sure. And this this is the area of the Chesapeake Bay or the, like the northern edge of the area where 
it's like absolutely perfect for the blue crab population. So the, 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 the salinity of the water is perfect. The temperature's perfect. There's plenty of food, you know, all the above. So you'll actually see, you know, if you if you keep your eyes open, you'll see them swimming um, just below the surface uh, of the water as you, as you cruise down through there. But um, I would follow the I would follow the cha- the buoys. I would follow the buoys down around. There is kind of a shallow spot um, off the tip, like off the Y River there, that it gets up. It gets as shallow as four feet maybe or so. So follow the buoys. And you sort of wrap yourself around the uh, around the shallow spot and continue down. You end up in St. Michael's. St. Michael's is a spot that we've spent uh, many a many a week. Uh, over the past 30 years, just kind of hanging out and having fun there. Um, there's marinas in St. Michael's. You can stay St. Michael's Marina. Uh, you know, it's like the it's like the the main marina there in the proper in the harbor proper. Um, we're members of the Chesapeake Bay Maritime Museum, so we have eligibility to stay at the museum itself, uh, which is much cheaper to do. Um, and you actually stay, they actually have a, a few docks out around the front uh, on the harbor side as you're pulling in that, um, you know, you can, you can, you can, and they have, you tie up and you have water electric and whatnot, but you actually stay in on the uh, museum itself. So it's kind of fun, even after hours, you know, when they close the museum to public, you have a pass and, you know, you can... You can actually wander around the museum and sort of look at things, you know, if they're if the doors are unlocked, you know, as, as you're uh, for your stay. You know, there's really nobody else around. You can spend time and really kind of t- t- really kind of get into what you're seeing. But um, yeah, good time there. Um, let me see, Foxy's uh, at at the uh, Saint or Saint Michael's Museum, Foxy's uh, Bar. Um, right on the, uh, right on the river there. Uh, good fun. Uh, gosh, in town, the Carpenter Street Saloon, I usually, they have an open mic every Thursday night, so I usually, if we're down there on a Thursday, grab my guitar and go down and do open mic with the local musicians down there, and, uh, a fellow by the name of Kenny Hathaway runs it, who's a local legend here for us, so, uh, yeah. Uh, we love St. Michael's. If you get a chance to, you can hop on the Patriot and uh, take a tour up the uh, Miles River there. Uh, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, you know, when you when you do those sort of tours, you sort of learn things that you would never learn otherwise. So uh, we hopped on the Patriot, and took a cruise up through there, and, and learned a lot of the history of that part of the river. If you ever have seen the um, we can tie this together two ways. If you've ever seen the the movie The Wedding Crashers, a portion of that where they're um, you know on the you know playing football in the front yard and all that that was that was a, a location here on the Miles River, right um, just south of St. Michael's, which was a um, beautiful spot down through there. And they'll, obviously they'll point that out for you. Plus the sailing scene uh, in The Wedding Crashers was done on the schooner um, Woodwind out of Annapolis, uh, which if you're going to the boat show, I think uh, Andy Shell and that cr- his crew are having a Thursday uh, sail on the woodwind this week for this for the 2023 boat show. 
Uh, so you can maybe hop on if you if you're interested and you're over there, hop on that and take a sail with the 59 North folks. So um, to go a bit more south, uh, like for Oxford and Cambridge, you have to go back up around Eastern Bay uh, and come around past Bloody Point and down around Tillman Island. Uh, you can cut through Knapps Narrows. It's sort of the same thing. It's a little bit more straightforward than Kent Narrows for sure. But uh, Knapps Narrows is same thing. You have a drawbridge in the middle. You have to, I believe they're also um, on the hour and the half hour. But again, call ahead of time to be sure. And head down the Chop Tank River. Uh, Cambridge is a Cambridge has come a long way. We were down there 20 years ago. 30 years ago probably and kind of walked into town and I don't know it was kind of it was a bit scary let's just put it that way um so we hopped back on the boat and rode out uh back out to Tillman Island and pulled in at Harrison's Fish House uh where Buddy Harrison a local celebrity uh has a fish house there and <laughs> that was just a, that was just a good time uh let's just leave it at that but uh, it's right uh, as you come out of Knapps Narrows on the right-hand side there. Uh, they're very close. You can pull in there. Uh, Oxford is a beautiful town on the Tread Avon. That would be probably as far south as we've gotten on our boat uh, sailing. But um, it's a very quaint, old-fashioned town. A lot of money there. Tread Avon and the Miles River are both places where they do like the log canoe races. And if you're not sure what that is, kind of Google it. It's it's a it's a local Chesapeake Bay tradition kind of a thing. But um, <laughs> it's really pretty wild the way they they uh, sail these canoes for sure. Um, some great food. There's not really. Um, we were there by car this year. There's not really a pub scene. Uh, there is a tavern there. There's an old tavern there that may be the only... I think there's one or two in town. Uh, it's not really that sort of a scene. It's more of a... It's more of a touristy, uh, historical town, which is beautiful. It's an absolutely beautiful town. It's a beautiful river, you know, on and on. So, um, yeah, check out Oxford. Now, these places, St. Michael's and Oxford, are, are both way off... Well, not way off, but they're off the kind of the beaten path for folks that may be wanting to get down the bay, um, you know, head, headed south. So, like us say, Oxford's probably the furthest south that we've been, you know, uh, on our boat. Um, so, I, I guess, which, you know, if we run across the bay to the western shore, we're going to end up in Annapolis. And, you know, Annapolis is Annapolis. It's, you know, they recognize themselves as the sailing capital of the world, which there's a bit of an argument between them, Newport, and probably San Diego, maybe. But, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> what can I, you know, what can I say about Annapolis? It's a great town. Uh, we usually pick up a mooring right out in front of uh, Ego Alley there. A lot of times, I think last year we were on like mooring one, which was, uh, just, I mean, right, right in the front row, uh, great seats to watch everything that happens, you know, in Annapolis and in the Harbor there. Uh, you have the Naval Academy, you've got so many cool boats and boat yards. 
you have the Republic of Eastport, which is a kind of a, it's a, almost an island unto itself, uh, right across from Annapolis proper, where, uh, you know, they have, uh, they have this whole little deal where they try to secede from the Union, and there's a tug of war with folks in Eastport and folks in Annapolis, and it's kind of a, you know, it's a, it's a local event. Um, but we love Eastport, uh, the Boatyard Bar and Grill, Davis's Pub, um, you know, those sort of things. Uh, around the back of Annapolis, uh, in Back Creek, you, know, you can anchor back in there. I've never done that. Uh, maybe uh, probably something to do next year. I've never really been up Back Creek before, but, um, you know, uh, give it a shot. And there's nothing much more I can say about Annapolis that probably you all know already know anyway maybe even more more so than me i get down there once once every other year so uh because like i say most of our sailing sticks mainly to the eastern shore um coming north from annapolis uh you come under the bay bridge if you hang in a left you'll see the magathy river uh, the Magathy is a great place, stopover place too. I love the Magathy River. It's a beautiful river. It's a it's a small little channel getting in, but once you get in, it opens up pretty good. Uh, inside, there's good water. There's a little island called Dobbins Island, which used to have some hellacious parties back in the day. I think they may still do some stuff, um, but I'm not sure anymore. But um, I would typically typically come in and sort of hang to the right and go up around the top of Gibson Island and if you once you wrap around the top up there there's just a beautiful anchorage up in there um it's got horse pastures you know right down to the to the water's edge you wake up in the morning with your coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and the horses are galloping around and I don't know it's just beautiful I really love it in the Mag Magathy River um, so you can check that out again that you know if, if, you're, if you're making a straight shot south down the bay that's that's an option uh, right before Annapolis as well um, the Patapsco so it's been probably 30 years no it hasn't been that long it's been about 15 years since we've been up the Patapsco um, very very busy shipping channel the port of Baltimore whatnot is up there um, and one trip, well, that the first trip 30 years ago, we anchored all the way in at the Inner Harbor right by the, um, right by the um, museum there. And it was good fun. It was good fun. I know that there's a lot that goes on in Baltimore these days downtown. Um, if you if it's been a while since you've been to the Inner Harbor, there there were some great shops and whatnot around around the Inner Harbor there that have fallen into disarray and decay. I actually heard last week that they're actually going to tear the they're going to tear those buildings down completely and start anew. You know, so it's a it's an Inner Harbor renovation that they're concentrating on, which would be nice, I think. You know, when it's all said and done, the Constellation is docked there. I want to say the sister ship to the Constitution, but I don't think that's exactly right. But it's a it's a big uh, ship of war um, from the 1800s. It's 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 fun to go on and and take a tour and 
and look at that sort of thing. Um, when I said a minute ago, the museum, I meant the aquarium. The aquarium's right there, the uh, aquarium at the Inner Harbor, Baltimore. We were anchored right outside the aquarium, and there's a seal, they had like a seal exhibit right out back, and you know, there's like a, this recording that plays all night long that says, please do not feed the seals, and that's, I swear, that's all we heard all night long. But it was fun. Um, Fells Point is a great place to visit. That is, that's kind of like, um, that's party central there uh, on the Baltimore waterfront. Fells Point is, it's old. There's a lot of old history there. Uh, if you, you know, you can look that up and get into that. Uh, but yeah, it's great fun. A lot of cool places to go to and see, things to see and things to do. We stayed in Canton. Um, which is would be uh, right past Fells Point on your way back out of the harbor on your left-hand side. Um, it was a gated marina that we stayed in. Um, very nice marina, um, you know, and there's like a, a, um, a trail that pretty well circles the inner harbor that you can walk. So, you know, if you want to put your walking shoes on and, and get some miles, and you, it's, a, it's a nice little trail. It's all... Um, it's all laid with brick and whatnot, so lots of good exercise there for you. Um, Fort McHenry, you know, you can visit Fort McHenry, uh, learn the history there. That's the War of 1812, which ties into the Star Spangled Banner, which I'll talk about in just a second. But I used to drive a, um, uh, like an exhibition boat, uh, around, um, the backside of Fort McHenry there. So they're in the process of renovating that whole portion of the harbor. Um, they have a, a new whiskey distillery in there, and that's that's created a lot of buzz and brought people in. And now they're building some office buildings and some parking areas. So um, they're spending some money. They're, they're fixing it up really nice. Um, really nice back in there. Uh, if you're a whiskey sipper, um, that's a give that a shot um it's very no well-known whiskey that they're that they make there uh let's see so coming back out of the inner harbor um gosh i'm never it's it's a lot of industrial uh, a lot of industrial and and and, and sh ship docks and whatnot um coming out of there the port of baltimore the port of baltimore is actually would be to your left but a lot of that there's a lot of things on your right as well uh they move a lot of cars out of there for sure uh so you see a lot of row row carriers parked uh, along the docks there but i was speaking of the um star spangled banner a moment ago uh this is the key you'll go under the key bridge would be which is the big giant bridge as you come in oh somebody's at my house big giant bridge that you go under that you come in they'll be in the in the summertime in in season i'll say in season there's a red there's a nun buoy that's painted red white and blue with stars on the top uh it'd be on the north side of the uh, uh, uh of the river so on your right coming in on your left going out and that is where or approximately where the slave ship um where francis scott key stood and watched the bombardment of Fort McHenry and obviously the next day he rose and still saw the flag flying and started the penning the Star Spangled Banner 
so that's kind of a historical fact. You can go kind of check that out and look at that. Um, coming out of the Patapsco River, I've spent a little time in Middle River. Uh, actually, when I when, when I picked our boat up Sundance, it was a, there's a boat yard up there called Edwards Boat Yard. It's in behind Hart Miller Island. Um, I, I, that might have been one of the only times I've really been in there, so I can't speak to it really well. Uh, there's a there's a few nice restaurants up there I can tell you. Uh, Hart Miller Island is kind of a nice anchorage. That uh, that was. Uh, Basically, there were two islands there separated. They surrounded them by a, with a dike, and they whatever dredge spoils they pull out of when they're dredging the harbor and dredging the channel, um, they filled all that in to, as opposed to being two smaller islands, now it's one big island. So obviously that's why they call it Hart Miller Island. Uh, a lot of uh, partying folks, let's just put it that way behind Hart Miller Island there. And that would pretty much be my experience from, like I say, Oxford, Cambridge area up north. Um, Once you get past like Hart Miller Island and on up, you know, north of Pools Island, that's, again, you're getting in the Aberdeen Proving Ground area. You got to be kind of careful where you go and what you do up there. you can get up the Bush River. Uh, there's the Bush River and the Gunpowder River. Um, I, I really have not spent any time up there at all. Uh, when I worked for Cito, I, I towed a couple boats back up the Gunpowder. One boat, one time up the Bush and one time up the Gunpowder. Uh, but I've not really spent any time there anchored or hanging out or anything else. So I, don't, I can't really speak too much to that area. But um, anyhow, that's kind of it. Uh, part two of amenities and anchorage on the upper bay for you cruising folks. Uh, if, you have, if you have any questions, you can uh, shoot me an email at scott at comesailwithme.net. I'll be glad to answer uh, any questions or you know concerns or anything. If, if you're coming from somewhere up north and coming through the uh, bay... Um, I can certainly help you uh, make some choices on where you go and what you want to do and all that sort of thing. So shoot me an email. Love to hear from you. So that being said, as I sit here on the sassafras and starting to uh, starting to think about moving the boat back up the Northeast River uh, to pull it out for the winter uh, to do the you know bottom paint. I got a few things I want to do on the boat here. A few nice accessories to add, so uh, I'm going to look around a little bit here and work on some stuff. It's Sunday, it's uh, football, baseball, the Orioles were hot this year, I think the Ravens, well, you never never know. But uh, anyhow, we got our Sunday stuff to do, so look, uh, again, thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast. I always say I will try to do it more than less and I always say that and I just generally don't get that done so I'm sorry about that just sort of how things happen but uh, anyhow uh, thank you for tuning in Uh, we'll check back again uh, sometime in the future and talk about some more cool stuff Uh, may the good Lord take a liking to you and we'll see you the next time around thank you so much